Hey there, friend. If you like what you've been learning here on the Inventory Genius Podcast, then you are going to love my Quick Start to Inventory Genius course. If you're a product-based business owner and you've been trying to figure out how to make more money, create more profit, and just keep more cash, then the Quick Start is for you. It's a minimal investment, and here's what I promise you. In fact, here's what I guarantee you. If you take the quick start and I don't help you make twice your investment back, I will refund your quick start enrollment in full. So you have nothing to lose. The Quick Start Inventory Genius combines every method that I teach into a simple, bite-sized, actionable step, yes, one step, That will help you create more profit and keep more cash in your business. So here's what I want you to do. Head on over to sierrastockland.com and click on the quick start. That's sierrastockland.com and click on the quick start to inventory genius. I promise you this will be some of the best money you have spent all year. Now let's get back to the show. Hey friend, welcome to the Inventory Genius Podcast, where we work together here to make you an inventory genius. We talk about profit, we talk about cash flow, and we definitely talk about your paycheck. Because at the end of the day, it's all related to your inventory. Let's go. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the Inventory Genius Podcast. I am your host, Sierra. And I have a really interesting guest here for us um, today. I'm really excited about visiting with her. She's coming from across the ocean, if we will, coming from across the world, which I just, it's so awesome that we can bring together women in business from around the world and we can connect with one another and share our genius. Um, And I'm really excited about talking to Diana today. So welcome to our show. Hi, Sierra. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm very excited. So good. Okay, so you now they're all curious. Where where do you live? You have to tell us where you live. Okay. All right. So we are based in Cyprus, actually. It's a small island in the Mediterranean. Um, So yeah, we are very far from each other. Indeed, across the ocean. Yes. Well, maybe I'll get to come and visit you. I bet it is beautiful where you live. It is. It is really stunning. I mean, we have pretty much most days of the year, blue sky, it's island life. We have fantastic oh, beaches. So that yeah, definitely worth wonderful. Yes, I love that. Well, today we're going to be talking about a specialty that you have, which is to really work in the bridal space. You've been in this space mm-hmm. for many years um, in many different roles, if you will. And so will you just share your story and just give us a, a quick snapshot of your background? Sure, sure. Um, Okay, I'm just thinking, how far should I go back? But just to make this like short and sweet. Um, So I started as um, a bridal designer in London. So I launched my own label. um, That was 2013, um, a long time ago. Fast forward, um, I absolutely loved working with brides. Um, I started designing a lot of custom pieces, bespoke dress designs. Um, and I work with a lot of stores in London itself. So I absolutely grew like for the past decade into the into the bridal industry, um, mostly in London, in the UK. But then we branched out into Europe and, you know, worked with um, brides in LA, for example, as well, which um, was our furthest destination so far. Um, so, yeah, it is really. Um, so. It is really exciting. I 
Yeah, we're all good. Yeah. China has a couple little ones, which I know a lot of you listening also have children. Yes. We we have children and we work with our children around us and yes. that's all good. It's normal yes. life. It is what very it is. Sorry yeah. about that. No worries. Um, so, yeah, so where were we? Um so basically, um yeah, I started as a bridal designer in the UK. And uh, fast forward since like, you know, I started working in the bridal industry and we had a few showcases with like Brides UK um, with the Brides to Show and like uh, the British Vogue as well. So we really grew into that industry. And what I really enjoyed the most is the process of actually working with brides directly. So creating that experience for them. So not just designing a dress for them but also like have that experience of I take you on a journey from starting to communicate with you so it starts with the first communication to actually designing your dress and having the fitting so it's it was a whole experience and then because we started working more and more with stores in London um, it was all about okay this is how much I can offer for my side in terms of like the bridal experience where we designed the dress but because we had the fittings in the stores it was like how can I translate or continue the experience for brides that I grew to a really personal level into the store and we started slowly implementing like small strategies, like, you know, really like creating an emotional bond with the bride and, you know, keeping it all very personal, but almost like, like pretty much like not selling anymore at all. It was yeah. all about just creating the experience for the customer and store. And especially working in high-end fashion, the more higher end you go in terms of price, the more it, the emotion matters more and the experience rather than oh, so the interesting. service itself. Because yeah. most bride, like most, not just bridal stores, but also small store owners, everybody is offering a full service, right? It's all about offering a great service. But I believe nowadays what really sets successful stores apart is offering the experience. And then you can also sell higher price points more effortlessly because brides are oh my goodness, I have such an incredible experience here. I sort of want to finish my experience with buying my dress here. I don't even want to buy my dress anywhere else yeah. because it's the experience that matters. And it's it's basically a process that not all store owners know or value. So I actually thought like, how can I impact more brides around the world in terms of how can I make sure that more brides get the most amazing experience when they go dress shopping? logically by educating stores right yeah so and at the same time I support other business owners with their boutiques as well to learn how to sell more effortlessly but by just creating a genuine excellent experience so I really specialize in creating um bridal experiences in store or like customer experiences in general so good. So, yeah. So I think that's I really interesting. So if any of you are listening and you think, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to listen. I'll just tune out. I don't have a bridal store. Stop. Don't leave us because <laughs> this conversation, you can pull some nuggets. When I first met Diana and we had our first just conversation together and she was telling me about what she does, I thought, oh my goodness, this would be so good for every retailer, whether you sell carpet and tile or high-end apparel. Yeah. Um, I have a client once that made beautiful coats. She created yeah. did these beautiful works of art. It was a coat and very high price point, 
it would work for that. Um, home and gift stores, furniture stores, interior design. It doesn't matter the product that we're selling. It's about the experience that we create. And that creates the customer that wants to shop with us. So this is kind of a redundant question, but how do you feel or why do you feel it's so important that a client creates that fabulous customer experience if they want to grow their business? Because I always hear, I want more people. I need more people. I need more people on my website. I need more people. How do I get more people? And I think yes. we, we get so frantic and we forget about the customer experience. So if we really want to grow our business, why is growing the customer experience so important? Because I truly believe is this is how it all starts, right? Um, it doesn't really start, okay, I have the customer in the door now. And that's when I start selling. It starts, the experience starts in becoming attractive enough for your bride or your customer to wanting to visit your store, to wanting to visit your business, to wanting to book in with you to start their journey there. Because especially in today's retail world, which is so loud, there's so many products on offer yes. and everything. So what sets successful stores apart is truly the experience they offer for the customer, the user, the client, but that already starts in, in my perspective, what I've learned from like, especially high-end retail fashion in London, um, where we sold very high price points to clients is how attractive are you from the get-go? And I'm talking your, your Instagram page, your shop front, your how attractive are you to your immediate client base, your, to your immediate circle. So if you are a small business owner, how, you have to ask yourself, what sets me apart to other stores? What's my uniqueness that I can transform into my own branding, into making my store more appealing? So brides get curious. So the local brides and my local area, same like other clients as well, they get curious and they want to come and visit. They want to make an appointment. So it's about setting yourself up for success that you don't have to do a lot of customer outreach and advertising yourself. You basically set yourself up by appearing, having that first appearance that we all look for in our personal lives as well. So the first appearance really matters and to set yourself up from that customer perspective and that client journey for them to wanting to come to you. So that's yeah. what it all is about. And that really starts before they even enter the shop. So that starts about when they see your shop outside, when they see your Instagram page, your web page, um, that's really where the client journey begins is that first impression that matters. And what nowadays also counts is your own personal storytelling. So okay. customers really want to know what sets you apart to other stores. And you have to translate that into every bit of customer communication that you're having from your social media, to your in-store service and communication. So, I mean, I think this is truly, I don't know, does this answer the question? I believe so. I think this is truly where the experience starts and what's what it sets apart rather than the service. Yeah, so good. And so it's more about who you are behind the story of your brand versus <laughs> having the perfect products because there's a lot of stores that can have beautiful, yeah. perfect products and they have a very bad customer experience. You walk in, there's no warmth in the store. There's no yes. friendliness. Uh, you know, we can, we could run down all of those yes. things, 
Um, or you walk in, we've all walked into any type of store and we really love the person behind the counter. And so we just want to buy something because I can't leave that store without buying something. They're just so wonderful. I want to support them. Yeah, exactly. It's that person that matters. And I speak to so many bridal store owners and I always ask them, what is it that, what is your story? What is really, why should people come, why should brides come to your store, but not like to your bridal store? Why should they come to Jessica? Why should they come to Lauren? Why should they come? So what, what is your identity as a store owner? What is your story that you started with? Because people buy from people. I mean, that's, that's, that's a rule that's been out there for so many generations, right? And nothing has changed in today's society. It's just that we're so focused on marketing and advertising, but then it's like we're shouting out, hey, everybody, come here, be my friend. And people are like, yeah, but who are you? Yes, <laughs> so, so good. It's more, it's more about making sure that you really narrow down on what is your own personal branding? What is your story? And how can I make my business, my store, my brand, whatever you have, truly yours? like how to translate that uniqueness that each of us brings to the table, right? How can we translate that into our business? Because this is what will drive the success. And this is what gets you your perfect customer into the door. Because not each bride is meant for every store. But our goal is to make sure that the stores attract the right rights for them like the the right customers because each bridal store has different offerings same as any other store as well right but it's about how do I tell my story to attract my perfect customer this is really what it is all about so good so you work with bridal stores and helping them create a customer experience that drives Mm -hmm. more revenue can you share a success story um, with, you know, when you were working with a client, maybe where they started when they were with you, you know, the first time sure. and then where you were able to take them to increase revenue overall, because that's what we want. We want our yes. store business to grow. So share one of your client success stories with us. Sure. So um, I actually had um, a really lovely client. Well, she was a little bit of an older lady. So she was like, you know, I'm actually a seamstress. Um I'm not a businesswoman. Um, I just genuinely, you know, enjoy making alterations, making dresses. And she was starting out, first of all, she started out from like a little back room in her house. So she got like private appointments and um, alterations there. But then she started making dresses. So she's actually a really skilled dressmaker. And then after a while, it was like, okay, she took that step to say, I'm going to open my own first boutique in London. And it's a little corner shop. It's a lovely location that became available. She took it on. And then, you know, she, she tried running it on her own for, for solid two years. Um, with, of course, you know, she had a limited knowledge in terms of like retail business. She was just very skilled as a dressmaker. But that wasn't enough because, again, she didn't really let people know that I'm a very skilled dressmaker. This is my story. This is where I started. So even though it was a cute little location, it did not have this much personality because it looked so like general. It looked so like um, like any other store, you know, and there was um, a bus store and a nice dress on it. But she didn't manage to drive enough foot traffic from her local area into the store. And it was also the question, like, what sets her apart from other bridal stores in the local area? 
so again she she got she made some sales you know she turned um I, I don't know exactly how much it was back then, but you know, she, she turned some some profit in the store, but it was very little. And of course, because she was older, she wanted to grow the business. She actually said, I actually only want to be making dresses for the brides and I love working with brides. I like to make all their dreams come true. And I said, yes, but why don't you tell them that? Yeah. You know, and we met at a, at a bridal show actually in London and um, we just got talking and that was the time it, it was literally like when I only started out helping bridal store owners so this whole like adventure of mine is also very new but I was still designing dresses by then and then um that's when I slowly started saying hey there is room there for me to actually help other bridal stores succeed and so we looked at her shop at her layout and we looked at the story that she brings to the table and actually what I did is I sat her in the window every afternoon for, you know, two, three hours with her sewing machine. And I asked her to please stay there, have a cup of coffee and do what she loves to do, which is like making dresses. I can just envision that. I bet that people just stop to look at that. Exactly. It was an absolute like lead magnet as such, if you want to call it in business terms. But it was just something that set her apart so much from like other stores, other bridal stores in the area because she was hands-on in stores, purchasing her fabric, making the dresses, making alterations. She had a bus doll with like the dress she was working on in the window. So we didn't invest much costs into renovations. We added like a few bits here and there, but it wasn't like a massive investment that she had to do in order to start getting more clients. It was just basically showing people who she is and it's all about that unique talent right um and and that worked incredibly well and of course you know um I mean not just walk like people on the street notice it but also press noticed it um so you know she got some coverage and some magazines and some bridal journeys so it and that started basically attracting her perfect customer because for brides it was like oh this is where I can have my 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 bespoke dress made and then again, what's my price point? What's my budget? Can I even afford that? So automatically, she started getting inquiries from brides who are already at the buying decision to say, I want my unique dress. And she also eliminated a lot of customer appointments for brides, which I actually like, oh, this is a cute little bridal shop. Let me just go and shop around. But I didn't really understand what her whole business model is about, right? Yeah. About you know, I have a few dresses off the rack, but actually I can alter them any way you like, or I can make you your fully bespoke dress. So just by like sitting her in the window with a cup of coffee every afternoon. Um, yeah, that was like completely transformable for it. And it, it definitely got also higher quality clients. So it yeah. might have increased like some clients, but it's not like it like she got like thousands and thousands of walk-ins, but because it got the perfect client, she was able to increase her price point per dress yeah. she was selling. So it was like more higher quality clients. So it's really genuinely all about really narrowing down like who you are, what's your identity, what's your uniqueness, and why do you run the store that you run? Well, who's your perfect customer? And that has to be translated into any communication, any front-facing activities that you do with your customer. Yeah, so that's so really good. important. 
So good. Oh, so many nuggets today. I think for anyone listening, just pull out some things that you think would apply to your business. Where are you stopping short Mm -hmm. in the story that you're telling? Where are you getting so wrapped up in the product itself and the mechanics of the business? I need to buy, I need to spend this much money. I need to hire, I need to fire. What hours should I be open? And start thinking about what you love and what is so different about you and what you bring to the table. And then just create a, um, you know, a really unique way to show that like this yes. gal just sitting in the window and sewing and people could see this is what she does. She's a designer. I can actually have someone that touches is my dress and I can get to know them. And, um, so think about how you can bring that into your, your business journey. I love it. Um, okay. Two questions before we go today. Um, the first question is what's one word of advice or piece of wisdom that somebody has given you in your business journey that you'd love to share? It's, it's actually a really big one and it helps me so much. And I hope everybody listening, it will, you know, take them on as their phrase for life. It's basically about enjoy the process. Don't just think of the end goal, right? Enjoy the process, like every step of the process, because it's like compound effect, right? If you do, if you really enjoy what you're doing and you're taking each step a day and you do everything step by step, all of these steps, they accumulate. And at the end of the day, they will accumulate to more customers, more sales, more product inventions, more... Um, revenue in total right but it's like because especially as entrepreneurs or as business owners we get so caught up I truly believe personally um, with the end goal right Um, we get so caught up with this is my target oh I have to beat last month's targets what are my numbers now how much have I sold today Um, and KPIs are very important I mean don't get me wrong but at the same time it's a lot also about mindset it's about our own mindsets and stepping up as leaders and in really like working on our business, not in our business. And in order to do that, we really have to enjoy the process, right? Yeah, to get so to good. the next stage. And it's also important to use your goals as stepping stones to something bigger, right? Because you have to have a vision for your business. You, you can't say, you know, I just want to do what I like and sell a few bits here and there. No, you have to have a vision about how do you like to live with your business right what what do you want your business to do for you what are you willing to do for your business and where is it going so it has to be an overall vision so your goals are actually only the little stepping stones towards your vision and this is something that I learned from my um, seven eight figure mentors really because there's such golden nuggets in there as well and it's just something I live by now it's like enjoy the process so don't stress out if like one day goes up, the other one goes down. It's like a heartbeat, right? It's life. Sometimes yeah. it goes up, sometimes it goes down. It goes up. The secret is enjoy the process. And when it goes down and it plateaus, catch it early enough. So instead of doing up and down, it, does, it always goes up a little bit while still fluctuating, right? Yeah. So, so this is what we need to do when we catch ourselves losing momentum, losing focus, maybe feeling down because um, we haven't done a sale today or we had less customers than we expected. It's a natural like cert- like cycle in business as well. So as long as you are creating a compound effect by really focusing on what you're doing every day and do that with all your passion, all your heart and all your joy and genuinely enjoying the process, 
it's going to accumulate and it's going to get you there to the end destination. So good. I love that. Well, thank you for joining us today. Um, where can people connect with you and find you? Oh, um, I have an Instagram page, which okay. is um, Diana Basic London. Um, so, you know, DM me, um, follow my journey as well. I'm also still on a journey myself. Um, so I just, I made it my mission to have as many brides internationally as possible to have the most amazing shopping experience in store with helping bridal store owners at the same time to 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 lift the, the businesses to their full potential really and also sell more effortlessly like finding the joy again in in running a store and understanding how to connect and bond with the customer so it's mostly on instagram um, or on facebook it's both um, diana basic london so that's me. <laughs> so good. I love it. Well, we'll put a link in our show notes so you can easily link. Follow Diana on Instagram. Give her some love over there. Watch her Thank stories you. and what's going on. See what you can learn and take and apply to whatever type of inventory-based business that you have. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. All right, everyone. Well, I hope that you really pulled some good nuggets out of today's conversation. Thank you for joining me on the Inventory Genius Podcast. We have a lot of exciting things coming up. So if you need to find me, connect with me, please head on over to sierrastockland.com where you'll also find a recording of today's podcast, um, as well as some blogs and some free downloads and tutorials. There's lots of goodness for you over there on my website, sierrastockland.com. Hey friend, thank you so much for tuning in today to the Inventory Genius Podcast. If there's something that you heard today on the podcast episode and you want to dig deeper into becoming an inventory genius yourself, I want to invite you to head on over to my website, sierrastockland.com, where I have multiple ways that you and I can work together on your inventory. I want to help you with your profit, your cash flow, and your paycheck, because at the end of the day, it's all related to your inventory. So head on over to the website, connect with me. I'll work with you soon. See you then. Hey, boutique owner, are you ready to go from drowning in busy work to dreaming about the future? Simple Strategies Group creates automated marketing systems that work 24-7 so you do not have to. And you know how important I tell you it is to have automated, simplified systems. And that's why you need to get a hold of Liz. Liz Whitehead is a certified Clavio Master Silver Partner as well as a certified Postscript Partner. She knows her stuff. She works with e-commerce product-based businesses to implement email and text marketing strategies that build trust and nurture your customer relationships. She wants to do this for you so that you can start to focus on the front lines of your boutique business. So visit simplestrategiesgroup.com for more info. That's simplestrategiesgroup.com.